Yeah. Yeah. Now here we go again. Yeah. Me and my lonesome ass friend. Yeah. Spin up your dope show and I'm the same. Yeah. I ain't playing. I should tell your mama on it. Yeah. Me and my folks rolling bins. You know, honestly, I don't see how people, well, no, I do see how people, I don't see how I have the time to, like, do all this, like, in the course of a day, so many things, like, happen, and I still have to get all of these things together, write these things down, or type these things, and then deliver them, you know? I have to deliver. That's the most important part. I cannot not deliver. But I'm gonna deliver. Whether it be a hot, well, no, let me not even say that. I'm gonna deliver 100%. So, um, welcome to the corner. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I am Talk About TP, and we are here to do what we normally do. We are going to do This Week in Black History and then we will move on to some pop culture shit and then we will go away i mean that's all we can really do oh yeah then we will talk a little bit very little about um a new segment that we're gonna have on the show and some music segment so don't start sending me your damn demos already because i i mean just slow your roll but it's gonna be coming next uh episode so i want to get ready with this one so i'll dedicate this episode i guess to that and just to the music that i want to incorporate into the show and future episodes of the show so um yeah we'll talk about that and then we'll get started all right here we go each week the corner aims to teach you something about your history that you may not have known before from the first african-american oscar winner hattie mcdaniels to nat king cole the first african-american television show host each week we highlight one historic african-american that has gone above and beyond to be an example to us all around the world and on every corner Martin Luther King Jr. was born January 15, 1929 in Atlanta, Georgia. King, a Baptist minister and civil rights activist, had a systematic impact on race relations in the United States, beginning in the mid-1950s. Among his many efforts, King headed the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. Through his activism and inspirational speeches, he played a pivotal role in ending the legal segregation of African-American citizens in the United States, as well as the creation of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Roading Rights Act of 1965. King received the Nobel Peace Prize in 1964, among several other honors. He was assassinated in April 1968, and he continues to be remembered as one of the most influential and inspirational African-American leaders in history. Okay, so, you know, I'm not even really sure if I'm ready to even go here yet. I, you know, it's still fairly early since this asshole's become president, so I just have got to just take my time with it. Um, I said that I was going to, like, make an inauguration episode, and I was so pretty, I pressed and ready. I sat down in front of my TV and my computer open, ready to go, and I was like, I cannot do this. This is not even real life right now. Like, I literally was just flabbergasted at just what was happening and it's like what the hell this is real life so i don't even want to talk about it that long but 
Donald Trump is officially the president of the United States, and he's already just fucking shit up. And I'm not going to go here in a, you know, long tangent about it, because you can obviously, you know, turn to any news source to see the shit that he's doing. So, yeah, but ugh, it's just terrible. I know that I am not the only one that just feels like they are in an alternate reality that doesn't exist. Like, just all things that don't make sense. I feel like that's what's happening right now. But it's sad because it's real life. So, oh, shoot me. Not really, but I mean, kind of like for real, maybe a little bit. In really exciting news, Stacey Dash has been fired from Fox News. Um, So she just didn't have her uh, contract renewed. She's been working with Fox News since uh, 2014, but she, you know, they just didn't want her back. And congratulations. I'm glad you got fired, you know, since you've been so vocal about Black Lives Matter and, you know, Barack Obama and everything else that, you know, how you don't care. And, you know, you just black people this like you ain't half black and dummy. So I'm glad you don't have no coins coming in. You don't deserve it. So I've been wanting to talk about this for a little while. Oh, my gosh. The ads, man. Just shut up. Um, But anyway, I've been wanting to talk about this for a really long time because I think this is so interesting, particularly because of where I grew up. And so I just kind of relate to it a little bit. But um, so there's this girl named Allie Dowdle. She's 18 from Memphis, Tennessee, and she has recently raised more than $10,000 through group uh, through GoFundMe. Now, let me tell you how. Apparently, she. Uh, was casted to the wind by her white parents, whom in which found out that she had a black boyfriend and they would not pay for anything that she had because they felt as if though that she was not going to be dating a nigger and if she was going to do that, they would kick her to the curb and cut her off completely. Um, she said, I fought so hard to make my parents see Michael as a human being instead of just someone who is African-American. I've advocated as best I know how. Finally, about a month ago, Michael and I approached my parents, but their response was much more drastic than I could have ever expected. So her goal was $10,000, but as of, I think, last week, she's raised more than $29,000. Okay, now... It's like I said I, that I identified with this a little bit because well not a little bit a lot because where I'm from there's a predominantly white area and then there's a popu- a small smaller population of black people and so I mean naturally there's bound to be some sort of racism in that mix when they start dating each other and so I just you know obviously had have seen this story so many times but what I'm just so like I'm not even appalled, but like confused by it's like we can raise twenty nine thousand dollars for this girl to go to school because her parents cut her off for being racist. But we can't even just, you know, step outside of our houses and not be racist, you know, but we'll donate to the cause. And maybe those people that are, you know, usually the ones that are donating and are, you know, always contributing and doing things for the community and to, uh, and to progress, you know, the the social divide that we've got going on and the racial divide that we've got going on. Maybe they donated, but it's just like, I just, 
it's just like y'all raised this much money for real hell as racist as america is i can't believe this hell everybody in california must have raised all this damn money especially not in tennessee okay but um i just it's awesome to see that people you know wanted to do that and that she's able to still you know reach her goals despite her asshole parents um but it's just weird to me and fuck your parents girl how about that okay so next on the chopping block is Tina Campbell and this letter that she has pinned somewhere to Facebook or something to the world that we should pray for Donald Trump and that we should, you know, go with him because we don't know what, you know, is going to happen. And she chooses to stand and pray and all that. So I'm going to read just a little bit of what she said. Um, she said, I choose to stand with him and pray for him because as a follower of Jesus Christ and a firm believer in the Holy Bible, according to first Timothy, second chapter, first through third verse, I have been commanded to the first thing I want you to do is pray every way you know how, especially for rulers and the governments to rule well. This is the way our savior God wants us to live. She wrote. I, you know, save it, save it, okay? Because this is one of the most ridiculous men on the planet. Man, on the, this is the most ridiculous man on the planet. And you want us to stand back and not do anything and pray and have absolutely no action, you know, have no action. Just pray about it. Just and stand with him. But as he continues to ban multiple races of people and multiple religions and different crazy things from entering and going from the country. And you want me to stand and pray for and with somebody that's doing that. No, the only way to effect immediate change is to pray and get my ass out here in the street and sign these petitions and educate people on the things that he's doing. So I I don't understand why these gospel artists or feel the need to insert, try to take a scripture from one or two other things and try to make it work for a situation. Stop it. There's no there's no explanation that she could give and she could tie God all into it. That it's going to make me believe in my common sense that I should just step back and not do nothing and let the Lord handle it. I'm, I pray he's going to handle it, but I've got to have some action too. And so I just feel like this is straight bullshit. And for any of you who don't know who Tina Campbell is, she is the one of the members of Mary Mary, which is a world renowned gospel gospel group. And for the white people that are listening, you probably still won't know, but she don't really matter either. But I just, it's just mind boggling that people are trying to say, Oh, it's okay. Just go with it. No, I'm not. And no one needs to go with it because when you go with it, then they've won. And I just, I can't, I cannot believe that she would even write some shit like this and expect for somebody to really, take her seriously it's like it's like if you don't get away from me she I, tr just trash i cannot 
What did she say? I understand that Mr. Donald Trump is our new president, not our God. So as a citizen, I choose to have a sensible expectation of him, accompanied by much prayer for him and a complete dependency on God to work through him, as well as the others that are in office to secure the welfare of this nation. I choose to opt out of fear of the unknown, but rather opt into into hopeful expectation because if god is for us nothing can successfully stand against us i agree with all of that but i'm just confused why you feel like we have to stand and be with him he's not with us bitch i oof, i just need to stop calling her so many rude names but i just go bye with your crazy ass that's why i don't like you no way because you're crazy as shit and it shows in this damn letter so bye bye tina Okay, so next on the chopping block, I want you to stop what you're doing or if you're driving or whatever, just just think, put yourself in his shoes. Think of yourself in high school and you are learning a particular subject that touches on slavery and your white teacher stands up and she says out loud, hey, all the black people come to the front of the room we are going to make you act like slaves because we are talking about the Louisiana Purchase. Now, how the fuck? How would you react? That's that's the question. How would you react? I, me, first of all, after I finished cussing her or him out for why you thought for the reason why you thought that I was gonna act like a slave in front of you and my white counterparts, you know, you just got me fucked up. But after that, I would have flipped over every single desk in the room and left. And then that would have been it for school for me, you know? That would have been it. So a mother in Virginia said that her son came home and told them they were doing a history lesson in class on Louisiana Purchase. And this is at a middle school, by the way. And so the teacher told them that they needed all the African-American students to come to the front and that they were going to you know, act out what happened during the Louisiana Purchase. And so she told the black students to act like slaves. I just want white people to use their logic. Like, why would you want somebody to reenact slavery? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? In front of a bunch of people. You don't have to reenact slavery to know that it was terrible and the, and the way it was. You can explain that without having to fucking show it. We know that having a slave is bad. I, it's like, I, ugh, I'm i so confused how this even happened. If that was my child, you can best believe that the school board, okay? Something, some, we having a day of knowledge, day of education on, the, on all of this, how to act and how to conduct yourself when there's people of different ethnicity, ethnicities in the room. Because obviously none of your employees know how to. And damn if I wouldn't head it up. Let me come out to the school and just help your dumbass white teachers understand that some things are just not appropriate. Like, what? I, oof. I feel like I'm so angry today, but I mean, I feel like I have good reason for the past two um, situations with Tina Campbell and now this dumbass white lady. So it's like, I just don't, I don't even know why I'm surprised. I mean, look who the head, look who the nation has chosen to, to lead. So why am I so surprised by a white woman at a school in Virginia telling someone that, or telling some black kids that they need to act like slaves for a history lesson? I mean, it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Lord, the damn country we live in is some shit, ain't it? 
Um, so I wanted to talk about this story because I think this is pretty cool. Um, so we all have heard about the Dakota Access Pipeline and how that pipeline is going to cut through some land that is sacred to some a couple cultures, Indian cultures that are out in that area. And so Malia Obama was uh, left her vacation, their family vacation, and went to protest. And I thought that was awesome as fuck because it's like, yeah, my dad was the president and the best president the country's probably ever seen. Hello. Um, but she still made it a point to go, you know, and make sure that her name was out in front because it's like this cannot happen. You know, we can't do that. And by law that, you know, you're required to ask them, is that OK? You can't just do it. You know, that's that's they own that land. That's their sacred land. So I thought that was pretty awesome. Just, you know, stepping into stepping into her womanhood and being 18, like, these are some of the things that I care about and that I want my children to be able to, you know, still, you know, use and and be able to access and not have to question that for them because of some stupid-ass pipeline that you feel like needs to go here because you don't want to cut it through the damn suburbs. But, you know, that's just what how it is around here, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. So I didn't talk about the Muslim ban because, I mean, I just feel like it's self-explanatory. Like, it's terrible. Um, but because of that, um, people have boycotted Uber. And they are boycotting Uber because during the Muslim ban around the uh, airport, they were basically surging their prices during that time because of the fact that there was this band and some shit with you know traveling and all that don't ask me all the you know logistics because i don't really know i just you know i'm just looking and trying to talk about it but anyway um so in the mix of that of course the ceo has to speak out and when he just decided to speak out he was like uh-uh bitch if I'm going down, all of you motherfuckers that like Trump and supporting Trump, y'all going down too. So um, in a little chunk of his statement, he says, but whatever the city, city or country from the U.S. and Mexico to China and Malaysia, we've taken the view that in order to serve cities, you need to give their citizens a voice and a seat at the table. We partner around the world optimistically in belief that speaking up and engaging and engaging, we can make a difference. Our experience is not doing so short changes cities and people who live in them. This is why I agreed in early December to join President Trump's economic advisory group, along with Elon Musk, CEO of Tesla, Mary Barra, chairwoman, CEO of General Motors, Indra Nooyi, chairwoman, CEO of Pepsi, Jenny Rometty, chairwoman of CEO of IBM, Bob Iger, chairman of CEO of Disney, and Jack Welch, former chair and GE of dozen, uh, former chair of GE, and apparently dozens of other leaders. And so he was like, "No, you're not about to like, you know, throw me under the bus in my company, uh, uh-uh, bitch. All y'all going down. So I'm snitching." And here it is. And of course, Twitter went ham with it. So um, if you go on um, Twitter and just use and click on the hashtag Uber boycott and Uber period, I'm sure you will see tons of memes about how uh, Twitter was out here dry snitching. So, <laughs> so yeah, check that shit out. But fuck Uber. I deleted my account and I feel good about it because that's fucked up, man. You can't be doing that. And you decided that you wanted to, you wanted to, you know, serve 
tons of cities across the world and blah 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 but you join trump's cabinet girl bye okay and that's why everyone deleted their account and they don't want your shit no more so bye before i run my mouth some more we've got to take a break and a pause to pay some bills and to advertise some things so we will do that and then we will get back to the show Does your child need homework help? Need a little brush up on class subject or a last minute review on test? Class Act Tutoring in Windsor Mill, Maryland can help your children grades K through 12 in the Maryland area reach and surpass their academic needs. Not local to the Maryland area or unable to schedule an on-site class? No need to worry. Virtual classes are available via FaceTime, Skype, and Periscope. Class Act Tutoring, investing in tomorrow today. For more information on Class Act Tutoring, you can reach an associate to schedule a class via phone at 410-834-1634 and via email at classacttutoring at gmail.com. That's C-L-A-S-S-A-C-T-T-U-T-O-R-I-N-G at gmail.com. And you can also reach them via P.O. Box 47412 in Windsor Mill, Maryland, 21244. Um, all of this information will be in the description box under the episode so that you can get your child some help with their homework. Because I know your ass don't know what you're doing. What's up, y'all? Today's episode of The Corner is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audible.com backslash The Corner 704. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3 player. My favorite book, How to Be Black, is available to download and is an awesome read by an awesome writer and comedian named Baratunde Thurston. So head over to Audible.com backslash The Corner 704. That's T-H-E-C-O-R-N-E-R 704 and start your 30 day free trial with audible.com. And we back. And we back. It's like y'all don't understand how hard I be wanting to hard shake to this song. Like, like it just gets in me and it's like, ooh, if I don't let it out, it might break my shoulders. Okay, anyway. So, um, next and last on the list is Azalea Banks. Um, so. I guess what happened is Rihanna was on Twitter and was like, you know, I'm so disgusted about this whole Muslim ban and blah, 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 blah. And so I guess Azalea Banks felt a need (laughs) to respond. And so she took a screenshot of Rihanna's tweet and said, no, this is all stupid and wrong. Is she even American? Can she even vote? We started a war we have to finish or else it will finish us. Trump is simply finishing the job, not because he wants to, but because he has to. If we don't, terror will spread through the through Turkey and into America. We fucked up big time and we need to very graciously end the, this war and just deal with the new blood on our hands. All great empires fall, as will this one. But for now, we're just getting started. We are set to take over and control the entire planet as we will. Our failure is not now. And it's, I just, like, what? She said some other shit that I am about to read. But, of course, Rihanna clapped back and was like, the face you make when you're an immigrant. Pound, stay away from them chickens. Pound, I heart nuggets. Pound, save our hens. Because y'all know a few weeks ago, Azalea Banks' crazy ass was in her closet talking about cleaning out my closet, my sacrifice closet where she kills chickens and shit. The bitch is crazy. And she's also an undercover white woman that I just do. I don't, like, what is going on with people? 
2017 has really just allowed people to show their most true ignorance. And I just do not get it. Like, what the hell? She is crazy. Of course, everybody took to Twitter and up under Azalea's comments and left a bunch of anchors and chickens and shit. I mean, that's what happens when you mess with Rihanna or people like that that are larger than you, talent-wise and everything-wise. You know, so... Well, I don't know, because Rihanna... But that's a whole different subject. But, I mean, when it, we talk about relevancy, we care about Rihanna way more than we care about Azalea Banks. But I just thought, just thought that was funny. But I think that wraps us up, because I don't feel like talking about anything else that a dumbass celebrity has to say. So let's uh, move on. All right, well, so before we release and open the doors of the church i just wanted to um briefly say protect yourself at work in the streets wherever you go because people are going to try you in this year and over the next three years about your stance on everything okay so you have to remember not to have to slap a bitch anytime so i just wanted to share that um but also there will be a space on the website, uh, thecorner704.com, where you can submit your music. Um, we are always looking to play music during and between each segment and during our ads and different things. So we would love to have your music. We will actually, what we're going to do is, uh, as you submit each week, we will listen, select who will be nominated. We'll send you a couple days ahead a small little interview for you to fill out and we will put your music and your interview on the website so that people can come and check out your music and find all about you so yeah that's kicking off uh so look out for that it'll be open and ready once the this episode is uh live which will be tomorrow by the time you guys hear it um so yeah i think that's just about it i want to say thank you to everyone that has helped me uh, with this podcast thus far Sorry I have been MIA the past three weeks I have been sick as hell You probably can tell in my voice That I got in an accident in my car Perfectly fine, just a little fender bender And I'm finally getting my car fixed I'm trying to move too So it's just been so much shit going on But of course you can find me at all the social outlets Twitter You can find me at underscore PK Thunder And that's P-K-T-H-U-N-D-E-R um, You can also Find me on Instagram, underscore player one, P-L-A-Y-E-R-W-U-U-N. Also, check out the website, www.thecorner704.com. Check out what's going on. Read some things. If you're interested in writing and want to get your writing out in public, uh, definitely submit some work so that we can get you um, into the system so that you can publish your work on our website as well, too. Um, and if you're a content creator, you have some general good ideas for the show or anything for the website, we'd love to hear from you, too. So there's all that information there. Anything that you heard in the webs, I mean, excuse me, in the episode today will be in the description box below. And yeah, so we will see you next week, motherfucker. All right, so peace out, everybody. It's all on track. You act, you acting like it's all a I'm not feeling.